Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Welcome to the latest edition of the First Down Snapcast. Tonight I'm joined by fellow panelists Charles Clawson and Ian Davis. How are you both doing? Hi, good. Good. As they say in Romania, which is a little nod to our Romanian subscribers. <laughs> That's well researched. I'm impressed yes. by that, Ian. Thank you very much. And thank you to the Romanians. All we, ten of you are now subscribing. We have, we have now thought, though, Charles, we may have a project for you to send you to Romania and find these subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on you it. Know. You're on it. Yeah. Fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just one way. <laughs> it's so funny. It's hilarious. I know. I'm always telling you that. Yeah. Did you two consult before you decided on what background you had today? No, I've had this background for. Yeah, and I've used, I, I, I had it the first week as well. So that I makes it okay. background. Or. No background. I'm suffering from background envy. Yeah, we, we can see your ambient lighting in the background, do tonight, you, Charles. Do you blur? Do the blur thing. Yeah, I know, but I try and blur it and I'll probably switch everything off. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. No, he's back to where he was. So, what was we'll the story about that photo? What story about what photo? About the photo in your background. No. We have. It was on a podcast, the first podcast. Oh, yes. Have yeah. You? Yeah. I was well, you didn't, you didn't recognise it. Yeah. Oh, I did recognise it, but I just wondered if that was a photo that I'd taken. Ah, uh, yeah. So, obviously, tonight's episode was planned to have Kelsey Nicole Nelson from the Washington Digital Football Team's reporters join us, but unfortunately, due to work commitments, we've had to reschedule for the 22nd of April. It's a shame, but we yeah. will catch up in a couple of weeks. 
I thought you were going to say for the 22nd time. <laughs> sure she had cancelled before. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, we do go through a lot of takes, you know, sometimes on some of these bits. Yeah, and... sure. Richard was saying she's totally gutted that she couldn't make it because we are the 322nd best NFL podcast uh, in the Hang on, you, you've, had, you've added 100 on since yeah. this morning. Yeah, I thought <laughs> we were 223rd or something. This well, morning. I'm just, we dropped, I'm just, we've dropped I'm over now. I'm assuming, though, we're, num- we're number one in Romania. Yeah. <laughs> of all the countries, though, that is like the most random place to even think. Right. Shouldn't knock it. No. NFL News and Rumours. So we'll, we'll start this week with probably the biggest news so far of any trades was Sam Darnold to Carolina on Monday night. Now, I know we've discussed previously that Donald was clearly not got long-term plans for New York. Were we surprised he went to Carolina and for so, for a cheap price, really, as well? I think I said last week that he would go to Carolina. Did you? Did you? I was waiting for someone to question that. Is that I because I, I think I did, but it would involve <laughs> it would involve me viewing the podcast in the first place to prove it. So I'm, I'm, and nobody else will watch a podcast two, one of our podcasts twice in a row. I don't know. I think we might have to watch that. We might have to re-watch that now. Yeah. Question yeah. next week. This is this is his plan to increase the number of viewers of the podcast to get us to watch it back. <laughs> I challenge someone to prove me wrong. Yeah. So obviously, very cheap he went, and compared to the quarterback market. Do you think he could have, they could have held on and maybe got more out of someone like Denver who were looking for a quarterback? Yeah, because, well, there's now talk. I know we're talking about Bridgewater later, but I've seen that Denver, they're looking at he's a possible destination for Teddy Bridgewater, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, or the 49ers. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Did they, just, did they just take what they thought they could get at the time? Yeah. I don't know. Um are we talking about Bridgewater and, and all that now? Or we, or no, 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 that was um, moment. just me drifting in that. You see, if I'd looked at the notes for this uh, this week's show, I might have had a better idea. <laughs> I've been uh, really busy. Yeah, you're planning it and then trips to Romania. I am now. Yeah, so obviously it only cost a six-round pick in this year's draft and a second and a fourth next. Now... Oh, we're hang on the fungloos here. Let's just invite the fungloo in. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have nothing to talk about for more than hey, five minutes. No, we would. We would. We've, we've told you. We've already plotted your way to Romania. We're getting you there. Yeah. Just while he's on, um, there was something we were looking at. Uh, Richard had seen it, and I'd seen it. That the last ten first round draft picks of the Jets are no longer with the team, so they've not got a good history. I'll pick in the, the first round. In the first round. No, well, is he is he coming? Or are we? Uh... Oh, let me set up. He'll be setting up, won't he? He's always like it takes him twenty minutes to get set up. It's Asda. It's Asda. It's Asda delivery come yet? No, not tonight. It it has come. That's <laughs> It, 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 tonight, tonight's delay has not been because of Asda. Children. Yes, it's 
Stuart might not even last a full podcast. You might you might just see Mel yank him away at some point. Stop on. I'm a bollocks. I quite like the Browns. I don't I don't mind the Browns. No, but who would have a brown oh. uniform? I know they're called the Cleveland Browns, but it's such a dull uniform, isn't it? We've talked about that before, haven't we? I don't think we. No, I think we've just talked in general, me and you, about we, it. We touched oh. on the, no, we've touched on the logo, didn't we? We read the logo the yeah. about the brown, but where it's the just name come? Everything's just yeah, everything's just dull about them, isn't it? We should find new topics because we have. I think we have talked about this before. Do you think, well, do you think people are rumblers that we only have four? <laughs> Four topics. <laughs> we just, just regurgitate. Yeah, but nobody yeah. will li- said earlier on. Nobody will listen back to these things. Nobody's going to listen to these things more no. than once. Well, well we, are, exactly. we, we, we are because Stuart. we're going to try and see if we can prove what you said. You said Charles, last week. Now, Charles, so Atkins, he predicted. He predicted. <laughs> down last week to the Panthers on last week's show. <laughs> we have no. We have no recollection of that. <laughs> In the politest possible way, I'm calling bullshit on that. The, the only one, the only one that Charles was adamant over was Kyle Pitts to the Falcons, and that's looking less and less likely now, isn't it? As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I concede I was adamant about that one. It, it just disrupted my whole, uh, my, yeah. my, my whole yeah. podcast. That, that's, that's why. That's why you got it all wrong. <laughs> did, did, Charles, did Charles not predict Pitts going to the Falcons? The Cowboys, the Browns, <laughs> and Washington. No, yeah, I think it was the uh, the old lineman. I think he had like Derisor and Vera Tucker going to like eight different teams. It's all right. Charles got some sympathy from Phil in the group. Phil here noticed and Phil, sorry for Charles. Yeah, he did. I don't. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's not that hard to follow, is it? Well, it apparently is. <laughs> <laughs> We were, we were just saying, Stu, before you came on about Carolina getting Darnold for cheap, in a way, and the Jets' history of the first-round pick since 2010, not one of them still there. So going into this year's draft, we're two first-rounders this year, two next year. If you get drafted by Jets at first round, you've not got a long um, shelf life probably in New York. <laughs> I don't... I, I don't the, the thing that gets me is that I know that the, the reason they've traded him out is that it, it wasn't. They've got obviously a new coaching staff coming in, and and it, it, he wasn't their quarterback, and they want to bring in their own quarterback. And I get that, but you're in this you're in this kind of never ending cycle of you bring in a quarterback, you draft a quarterback, and because you've spent heavy draft pick on a quarterback, it means that you're diluting other positions of need because you're bringing in the quarterback that you want or that coaching regime wants. Therefore, because you haven't effectively addressed enough talent in the whole roster, you go through this cycle where that that coaching staff then get made, you know, punted to one side. They bring another set in. They trade away the quarterback. They bring in another quarterback. And I don't think you ever progress. And for me, I don't think Donald was, A, given any kind of chance, or he, was in, he wasn't given a fighting chance for me in the, at the Jets. Not uh, not a chance. He didn't have an all line. He didn't have any weapons. He didn't have a running game. So there was just a lot of things for me that piled up against him. And for me, the Jets would have been better off staying with Darnold and using 
the draft capital that they had to basically build a better roster because I don't think Darnold's a bust by any stretch of the imagination. And I wouldn't be surprised if he goes on and has a very, very good season at Panthers. Well, can you imagine, just, just coming on, following on from that, can you imagine the scenario that he does have a very good season and um, the Jets blow it? Well, I mean, I do, I do like Zach Wilson, so this isn't anything against Zach Wilson either, because I think he will definitely go number two. I just look at that Jets roster, and I don't, I don't see that quarterback was their number one need. That that's what gets me, and I think that they could have traded out of that second overall pick, got quite a lot of draft capital, a bit like you know what the Niners give up, where you're getting future first round picks, and you can effectively build a roster over time and get those first round picks in, address the needs that you need to get to. And that's what for me is um, a bit odd by it because I, I, I think they've, that coaching staff have, have bailed out on Darnold to get, you know, the most in fashion quarterback at the minute. And that's, can they not start to do that? Start to build that roster though, with what they've got now with draft picks. Cause they've got, they've got 10 this year, got 12 next year. And they've got, and next year in particular, which they've got, Two first rounders, two second rounders next year as well. So, got two first rounders this year. So, still, they can start to build now. It depends how sensibly they do it, don't it? It does, and they have still got a lot of capital. But just think about how much they would have had if they'd have traded mm-hmm. out of that second spot. And then, and then you're in. You're, then you've effectively got four years of a lot of yeah. really good talented players on yeah. rookie deals. So it means that you can attack free agency with a little more vigor because you know you, you're picking up. You know the top end talent in the draft. I, I, for me, it was just I think they've they've bailed out on the on Donald a bit too soon. I, yeah. I I I never looked at him and thought he's inaccurate. He, he he always had seemed to have good pocket movement. He always seemed to have a good strong arm. He always seemed to have re- reasonably good awareness as well. So I think they've they've bailed out on him too early, and and I think that probably going to come back and bite him on the ass. Cause, yeah, I was disagree with that. And, and as much as Zach Wilson is going to be a potentially phenomenal, phenomenal talent, you're throwing a rookie in, and, and that's not always the best idea. So I wouldn't be surprised if he struggles next year. And, it, you know, a lot of the quarterbacks that come out now, we, we talked about it previously, you know, Mahomes sat behind Smith for, what was it, three ten quarters? Weeks. About ten weeks, wasn't it? Three quarters of a season. A lot of the quarterbacks that go on to do good things are ones that have sat... I mean, even Baker Mayfield, I know he didn't sit for long, but he sat behind Tyrod Taylor for a bit. And it's just... as well, though, didn't he? Didn't Jackson yeah. sit behind Flacco for a bit as well? I was, I was just trying to think that. He did, yeah, he did, didn't he? Flacco was there. So, in it's just, it, it just seems to be that you you lose... You know, you lose an element of... I don't know whether you just rip the confidence out if you throw them in and if they don't hit the ground running straight away. You know, you could, uh, and look at Josh Rosen. I'm just going to say Rosen. Cardinals threw him in into a, a not a great team, and he struggles, and he's not been able to recover since. Now, if you would have sat Rosen for six months, you know, or half a season, or brought him in into a, a reasonably good team, would his career have panned out differently? He'll probably argue it would have done. But I think as well nowadays, they're not going to get the time that they might have done years ago. Because I can think back to <laughs> Troy Aitman when he got he got thrown in. And his first season, he went one and fifteen, but they stuck with him. They kept kept his confidence by saying, "You're still our man." 
And look what happened. Yeah. One Super Bowls. But I don't think that would happen as much nowadays. They'd be under no, so much pressure after they've gone one and fifteen to make massive changes. But this this goes back to the point that we made uh, was it last week when we were talking about the Falcons when we were talking about win now, and the franchise has to be realistic with its its approach and say, are we win now? If we are win now, then I won't put a rookie quarterback in because it's too much pressure. If you're saying my roster is win now. I'm going to put a rookie quarterback in. Well, for me, that's not win now because you're putting too much pressure on a rookie. If you're not win now, then if you want to throw him straight in, accept that he might have a bad season. But like you said with Aikman, just accept that first bad season yeah. and let, let him learn. And just keep telling him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's, yeah. it's still out. Just, no. just, just, say, just say, we're still building this roster. And we're going to have a rough season, but you are still our man. We just want you to learn. Yeah. Or the other option is saying... You know, this isn't going to be our season, but we don't want to rush you. We're going to sit you behind a veteran QB who's going to be average, average to crap. But we want you to learn. And then you'll be our starting guy next year when we've got a bit more of a roster ready to go and we might be progressing into win now. And that, and that's, that's, you know, it's, but it's a dilemma that every, um, every franchise has got. But I do think a lot of them are, are reactive, very reactive, oversaw sometimes. It's it like the situation with uh, Tua Tagovailoa yeah. at Dolphins. You know, he got, whether you say he got rushed in or not, he was always coming in and they were going to get um, rid of Fitzmagic. And, you know, he's not necessarily the full uh, the full rounder player at the moment. I mean, the, the same expecting great things of him next season, but he's not there yet. Yeah, but I, I mean, to, to that whole point, I think they did, they did some... I, they did something I personally wouldn't have done. Like they they put Tua in and then they switched it back to Fitzmagic, didn't they? Well, yeah. if you make that decision to put Tua in, then you you've got, got to stick, stick with it. That's why we talk about the confidence. You've got to say, yeah. don't you know? Don't worry about how you're doing now. Just carry on. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, and for me, the problem I made that decision because Fitz, you know, Fitz was doing all right, so I would have just let him learn a bit more behind Fitz because he even openly admitted that he was, you know, in that first period of the season he was learning quite a lot. Well, allow him to learn, just leave him, just allow him to learn, and then bring him in last three or four games of the season and see what he's got, knowing that Fitz manages if he's going to free agency. Yeah, and then, but they're they're all so desperate to get. I mean, and and a lot of it, I reckon, is probably down to revenue, probably you know shirt sales and all that kind of money that they would get. You know, if the first round pick actually flies, then you're laughing at you. I think I feel like with New York with Jets as well, we feel like it's deja vu coming around. So Sam Darnold got thrown straight into the deep end. Yeah, I think his debut he was brilliant, but then after that, it all sort of fell apart because of the offense went up to it over D. And now the similar story, the same was obviously happened at Buffalo. They brought Josh Allen in, and it's sort of like I said, no matter what you do in your first season, we're taking it as a learning curve. Two years later now, and Josh Allen almost made the Super Bowl. Yeah, but with with the Bills, they started to piece things around. And Before, yeah. They, they were a million miles away from having a good team work the Bills. And I know he had a rough season, his first rookie season, but it wasn't it wasn't like a 2-14, a was it? No, but that's it's the same thing though, isn't it? It's like this first year we don't expect it. We're just gonna go with it. You're not gonna get pulled out and they continue yeah. to build around him. Whereas at the Jets it was a sort of reverse. It's like whoever Donald had there, either on offence or D, like with Jamal Adams, Bell, everyone, it's like, Oh, we're getting rid of him. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I think even Bell had a rough ride at the Jets because they never had an offensive line that allowed him to bloody run the ball anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, for me, it all starts, and this is my, one of my biggest bugbears with the Vikings at the minute, is we put a lot of free agency work into the defence, but for me, what actually sets the tone of your offence is that mm. offensive line. And we, we've brought back uh, Dakota Dozier from last year, who was graded the worst guard in the NFL. He went to free agency. We thought we got rid of him, and we've re-signed him. <laughs> but and and that's the thing with the Jets is for me they've got to they've got to they've got to sort that problem out. And for me, if they'd have traded down out of two, you might have got a Penny Sewell, you might have got a Derisaw, you might have got an AVT. There's some good guards in the second in the second day. You could have got picked up some of those guards. Get yourself a good O line. And then basically you can go from there and give Darnold a chance, give him a chance, bring in a, bring in a decent running back. You know, they could have picked up, for example, they could have picked up Ingram in free agency. It would have been perfect for him, up the gut kind of running back, take the pressure off the quarterback a bit. But they've just seemed to have gone, you know what, let's not bother with that. I mean, they've signed, didn't they sign, um, did they sign Riley Reeve from Vikings? It, as an offensive lineman, he's not great. He's not great. And if he's their answer, then they're, they're going to struggle as well. Well, saying to um, Ian off, off air for the K-Mons, obviously, they're going to go Wilson now, second pick. They've all, it looks like the backup quarterback is going to be Brian Hoyer. They've invited him to go and take tests up there. So, so if it all goes wrong on Wilson, does that mean they're going to fall to Hoyer? He's not the greatest quarterback. He's a journeyman. No, I, I mean, back at Indianapolis and Pats as backup, but he's not a. If it goes wrong, you're not going to want to fall on Hoyt. You're going to want someone like a Bridgewater. They're putting 100 percent of their eggs in the Wilson Zach yeah. Wilson camp. The thing is, if they bring, if they do bring Hoyer in, they bring he'll bring all the information about the uh, the Patriots, and it might mean that uh, that's two guaranteed games for the Jets next season. Possible. <laughs> To be fair, all, 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 of, all I've got to do is just stop Cam Newton. I was going to say, Cam Newton's a quarterback, they're laughing anyway. <laughs> you say that, I differ, as you know on that. But, yeah, they've only got to score a field goal and they can win 3 0. But, but going back to your point there, Stu, on the offensive life at Jets, like they, they did it, they, they want two bad in places, but you've still got to score to win a game, and when your O line's trash. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know my thoughts on it, I just. But then they might look at it differently. They might think, well, if we have a, a good free agency, if we have a good draft, you know, we're not going to be number two overall pick again. And it's like what we said about the Falcons. They might see that they're not going to be at that end of the the draft again. I mean, history tells us that the Jets are always going to be in the top five. But Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Unless anyone else wants to touch on the Jets, are we good to move on? No. Right. So the I'm next talk today. <laughs> you'll, you'll be all jetted out when you're in Romania finding the ten fans. I'm believing on a jet plane to go to uh, <laughs> Romania. Have you got jet lag? Oh dear. We'll move on. <laughs> so obviously the reverse effect of this. Darnold's gone over to Carolina. What next for TB5? Where do you think Teddy could end up? Well, he could just sit there and take the money. I don't think because of his injury. Because of his injury, yeah. Teddy wants to play. He's a. Yeah. He's I, I don't think he's no. Where does he play well, he could, though? Still, 
he, he could stay stay where he is and still play. You don't know how that's going to work out. The diamond I, business. I actually saw um, the the some. I think it's Proline had done a simulation of next season, projecting how they would do with Darnold as starter and Bridgewater as starter. And the Bridgewater stats came out far better than Darnold's. Yeah, I don't see I mean, it. I don't see it, but that, that's what it came I'm out as. But that's that's based on that's based on history. So that's based on comparing Darnold's stats at the Jets. I didn't, I didn't look. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look at it. I know what you're saying. It, is it comparing the Bridgewater that was a few years yeah. ago? Yeah. I mean, for for me, Teddy Bridgewater is the ultimate game manager quarterback. He is. He's not going to do anything flashy, but he will keep moving the chains. He'll keep putting points up, but he's not gonna. He's not going to have what I would call a high ceiling. He, but he's going to be a very good game management quarterback. Um, and there's a lot of teams that at the minute could do with that kind of quarterback. Oh. For me, for me, Darnold has a higher ceiling. He has a yeah, higher. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And, I, and if, I, well, I think a good fit for him, me and Richard were talking again before I went on air, is the Broncos. I can see him at the Broncos next season because they're looking for an upgrade, and I think he'd fit in quite nicely there. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, but, I don't. You, you can probably make an argument, like you've just said, for a few teams. Could he go to Could he go to Tampa Bay? Could he be a backup for Brady? Uh, I don't think. I mean, like like you said, I don't think he, he wants to be a backup. But he's got a twenty million pound cap it, so he's gonna he's gonna be starting somewhere. Um, I, I mean, it, it's things like. Do you look at him going back to the Saints? Because for me, he's a better option than Jameis Winston. As a starter, yeah. and they're a little bit further down the draft, so it's a potential that he could go back to the Saints and give them a bridge to their next franchise quarterback on whatever direction they want to go in. Because he's, he's for me, he's a lot better quarterback, system quarterback than, than Jameis Winston is. And he knows, um, he's known Sean Payton knows him as well, don't they? Yeah, he knows what he's getting. You've also got. I mean, I agree with you with Denver, but again, Denver are quite high in the draft. They might, they might tr- chance their arm at getting someone like Trey Lance in the draft. So, yeah, I, I, I can see on whether you think that, or whether Teddy Bridgewater thinks that Sam Darnold is actually a step up from Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy but Bridgewater. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what Teddy Bridgewater thinks. He's going to back his own ability, isn't he? It's going to be what the coaching staff think. And for me, the fact that they brought Darnold in already tells me that they don't think that Teddy Bridgewater is their long-term future. Well, the fact they've allowed him to facilitate a trade says it all, really, doesn't it? Yeah. They've said if you can find a trade, if you can find a trade, <laughs> it doesn't mean that Bridgewater yeah. stands at uh, 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 um, the <laughs> areas now at the Panthers. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, and you're and you're right. He, he he could sit behind Darnold, but I think Darnold's starting week one because Darnold's yeah. not a rookie. He's got three years worth of experience in the league. He's not a rookie, so he knows what he's doing. So it's not like bringing in a, a someone out of the draft. Um, I think that Broncos would probably go Trey Lance in the draft if he falls to him. So if Broncos don't get Trey Lance, then potentially, yes, after the draft, they could trade for Teddy Bridgewater. I personally think that Saints is a is a, is a good option for him. I'm just reading what they're saying in New Orleans about that. I just, I'm just looking it up while you're talking. And they seem to think it's very unlikely. Um, the, the cost of the salary 
because of the salary hit. Well, they've, they've had to restructure them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know how much of the salary from Teddy Bridgewater's salary is already written into bonuses that Panthers would have to pay and how much is base salary. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think the cap is about the the if he'd got traded that they would. Yeah, it's about it's about it will cost about ten million. It looks in somebody's salary cap to take him. All right, yeah, that means that about yeah, 10 that, million, that, yeah. All right, so that means ten million, and it was bonuses then. Yeah, eight million is bonuses, I think. Yeah, uh, don't quote me as that because I'm just looking at it quickly, but it looks yeah. like eighteen million in total, ten million, and then ten and eight. Yeah, well, I had it as about twenty million, so that that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, other than that, I mean, I I think he's likely he won't find a home before the draft. No, I don't think he will. No, no. Well, I, I, I still think that uh, Sam Darnold might be a start, will definitely be a starter, but whether he's a keeper or not, you know, it might be worth Bridgewater hanging around. Yeah, but what was what was that thing that Jeff said? Um, was it Jeff? I can't, I can't remember where I heard it. He, it. It was the phrase that said, "If you've got two quarterbacks, you haven't got you haven't got any." I can't right. remember. I can't remember him saying that. No, but... Look it up, Ian. Somebody it's a it's a quite a famous quote from someone, and it and it, and they said, "If you've got two quarterbacks, you haven't got any." And it's basically saying, if you've got two fighting for one position, then you're going to struggle because. Chopping and changing between your quarterbacks is only going to cause disruption within the roster and the the team. So for me, the Panthers are going to put their eggs in one basket and they're going to go with it. That's true, and it yeah. QBs your lead. It, it, it is. It is quite a famous saying, apparently. Um, although um, it's talking about Urban Meyer finding success with dual quarterback system, but I, I don't know where it came from. But it did, apparently, over in America, it is a famous. Very famous, say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say they'll probably like, Stuart's probably more on it there, but he's not, we won't see no action before the draft on Bridgewater unless someone is dead, someone doesn't think they're going to get something in the draft. Let's look at the team, let's look at the teams who need a quarterback. Do you think he could go to Patriots? If Patriots don't trade up to four, which is what the rumours are, yeah. Do do uh, do the do they go for Teddy? Do they think Teddy's a step in a better direction than Cam Newton? I know he's had an injury, but he's a hell. I'd say he's probably a healthy option than the, from what we've got. You know, Bridgewater can still throw the ball. He's a better game. It's like I said, he's a better game manager. I think he would be, he would actually do a daft decent job at Patriots. Well, I don't. I think I remember reading somewhere. I think wherever Bridgewater's played, I don't think none of the coaches have had a bad word about him at the Vikings, Panthers, or Saints. And the fan, and the fans always like him as well, don't? New Orleans, they like him. Yeah, yeah, does a lot in the community as well, so that always helps yeah. with the fans, doesn't it? Yeah. It's so, um, I mean, John Madden, by the way. That's it, John Madden. He said about two quarterbacks. So there's potential, potential for Bridgewater. Well, I'm old enough to remember the Peter Shilton, Ray Clemens. Yeah, I am. Um, alternate, alternating yeah. England team. Yeah. Charlie, it was a shambles. It was a shambles, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. But Dallas did it. Dallas did it with uh, Meredith and here we go. When they were first formed, when they first came into the NFL, they were alternating quarterbacks because Landry couldn't decide between them, and they didn't start to really take off as the Cowboys until he made a decision. It wasn't that long ago. Didn't Cleveland go through like ten quarterbacks in four years or something? Yeah. That one 
That wasn't alternating, though, was it? He's <laughs> well, rubbish. Who can we get now this week? <laughs> so, Stuart touched a bit of it on there. So, Jacksonville's number one in draft. Jets, number two. 49ers, number three. That's locked in. Atlanta have come out and have said, we're not really so, but we need fourth. And we've had a lot of offers. And the two names got around is... Uh, I don't think they've had. I don't think they've had nearly as many as they're letting on. No, I think no, there's two. I think there's two teams. You're bound to say more, aren't you? Yeah, because yeah. let's let's be honest. How many how many people knew about the the 49ers trading t- before it took place? No. Exactly. You don't you don't start saying I've had loads of offers. Yeah. You do all the dealings with the. T- I wouldn't be surprised if they've had fucking none. <laughs> if they've had any, it's New England and Denver. Uh, yeah, but again, I, yeah, I don't think they've had any. I think they're playing the game where they're saying they want to sell it to try and get some. Yeah. But I, I look at what 49ers gave up, and I can't see Patriots giving up that much. Can you? Well, it'd be very unlike, but I said 12 months ago that it was very unlike Bill Belichick to sign Cam Newton, and he went and signed him. Yeah, but did they sign Cam Newton because they had literally no other option? But the, the what... I'd say there was no but there was quarterbacks around. There's always quarterbacks around. I, I would have signed Marcus Mariota over Cam Newton. He looked at Jameis Winston mm. as well. Well, I think Jameis Winston would have would have sent him to an early grave. <laughs> Look at that one. I think Cam Newton might have pushed him a bit though. Mm. But beyond that, what what do you, what do you think that Atlanta could ask? Obviously, we know what. San Francisco paid for free. Fourth pick, what you pay, what you're paying? You're paying for Fields, or are you going for Lance at fourth? No, you, it's you, Fields. It's Fields at fourth, isn't it? And again, I I think the Patriots want Mac Jones. So again, this is what this is what makes it funny. Is that's why I think Mac Jones is is a Belichick more of a Belichick style quarterback than Justin Fields is. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to spend all that capital. They want the guy, like they said last week, they want the guy that they want. They want the guy that they rate the highest. If you want to spend a few, all your future picks, you want the guy that you want. Yeah. How, how amusing would it be if Patriots, a Patriots traded up to four and then the Jets traded back into... Uh, sorry, Jets, the Patriots traded up to two and the Jets traded up to four in like a triangular trade. Yeah. But it's like, I was reading, they were all about... 49ers yeah. wanted Mac, Mac Jones. That pissed 49ers off, wouldn't it? It would, in truly, indeed. But like 49ers, what we're saying, what Mac Jones and I was reading today, Lynch and Shanahan are off to Fields to watch Fields today. So is it smoke screens? Is the Mac Jones a smoke screen when they want Fields? Because would you say Fields is more of a Shanahan quarterback? Um. I, I, the, 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 <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know because as much as we think the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson, the, the Jets could quite easily take Fields. And I just keep coming back to the point that I made last week: if you're going to spend all that draft capital on moving up the draft, you want to make sure that you get the guy that you want. So if if, if I'm Shanahan and the Forty ers and I've moved all the way up to number three overall, and I want Justin Fields, then what happens if the Jets take him? And then effectively taking a quarterback that I didn't really want, but that is still quite highly rated. 
which is what makes me, brings me back to Matt Jones because I don't think anybody expected Matt Jones to go in the top five. There was a lot of rumours he'd go in the top ten. So by moving up to that position in the draft, they pretty much guarantee themselves that they're going to get the, the guy they wanted. But even oh, the, I was just going to say, but even if they don't get that one, the 49ers have been so high up, they're going to get the other one sort of thing. So you either get Matt yeah. Jones or you get to Fields. Yeah, well that's the other that's the other scenario. They've either they've either said we're having Matt Jones or they've said we are happy with either Wilson or Fields. We don't care which one comes to us. We're happy with either. So that is another scenario. I I, I, don't, I, I don't know which way it's going to it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, are they just going to watch Fields just as a, a backup, just to make sure in case something happens and they don't get who they want, they don't want to be in a position where they're thinking, what do we do now? Let's go and have a look at Fields. Yeah, I mean, the, the the scenario that I just said, which I, I very much doubt is going to happen, where, you know, said the Jets trade out and the Patriots trade in, and then yeah. the Jets trade up to four, and then they're then thinking, all right, shit, the Patriots are going to take Matt Jones. We might have to have a different option on the table at, at three. Yeah. But either it's natural, it's natural to look at your options. And, you know, I don't yeah. think you read anything into the fact that they're going yeah. to look for them. It's just a sensible thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, I would say that, I, I, I mean, if you'd have asked me last week, I would have said that I was probably 80% sure that they were taking Matt Jones, but now I'm probably not that confident. But I still think it's more likely that it's Jones than, than any of the other two. Well, did you see that the 49s have also bought in Nate Sudfield? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so... I mean, you know what they're trying to do? They're just trying to unsettle Garoppolo, or they're just going for the record of the amount of quarterbacks they're going to have. That that's a hundred percent practice squad signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just, you know, they seem to have an awful lot of quarterbacks on the books. Yeah, but uh, I mean, out of the out of the forty nine, is probably not the most. They, especially when they got went through bloody CJ Bethard and then into Nick Mullins, they were on their third QB. Mm. Last year and the year before, and they took Josh Rosen up training practice squad as well last year, didn't yeah, they? So they've got Josh Rosen. So I mean, I still think that they'll trade Jimmy G out, and I think that's more that's a more likely trade option for the Patriots, and they'll have Josh Rosen as the backup to whichever one they draft. That seems more likely, but I don't think they're going to get a first for him. I think that's laughable if they think they're going to get a first for him. That- I think, well, we, we mentioned, didn't we, a third would probably be reasonable. And then when they came out and said the other day, we'll take a first for Jimmy, it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got a low cap it. He's, the cap it's only like £2 million. Um, he's only got one year left on his deal. So I just don't know where they're coming from with, with wanting a first. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I well, would think... That- as well, he's, uh, he's, he's injury prone as well, isn't he, Garoppolo? Yeah, even when yeah. he was at New England, he had issues. So it's yeah. it's not if it's just gone to San Francisco and had the problems. Is that it? All his professional career. Yeah. So it'd be interesting, but yeah, definitely movements for Atlanta. But like I said, they could do might just not even trade out, and they might take that pick. But it's looking potentially they may get out there because they might get suitors now. Um, on to that next. So Tampa Bay have re-signed all 22 starters from, from the Super Bowl, going for back to back. 
The only person they've not re-signed is Antonio Brown. Do they need him with the squad they've got? No. <laughs> well, they had no, and you've got the problem of, and I know there wasn't any particular issues last season. You've always got the concern with him of what baggage he's bringing, haven't you? So yeah. they've got rid of that now. Yeah, but I, I thought from a Tampa perspective, Scotty Miller was a, a breakout player last year with Brady. As you, as an option. Yeah, but they had the. Um... Oh, what's his name? Was it Johnson, the Minnesota guy, the Minnesota State guy? Uh, I'm sure it was Johnson that they drafted last year. And they've got Scotty Miller, they've got um, uh, Evans, and they've got... Um, Goodwin, the franchise Godwin. tag Goodwin. They've got, two, they've got abundance of tight end talent. Yeah. So I just don't think they need Antonio Brown. I really don't. Um, but I do think that Antonio Brown has not signed for the books because I don't think his stock is going to get any higher now. He's actually brought it back a little bit. And he so got his actually, Super Bowl he wanted. And he, but he's actually got some worth now, hasn't he? Antonio Brown's biggest problem, uh, like Ian says, he brings baggage wherever he, wherever he goes, but Antonio Brown's biggest problem is Antonio Brown, because there's a yeah. one person who doesn't think he's got any baggage, and I don't think he thinks he's got anything to answer for, which, to me, is is slightly worrying. Well, it's, it is worrying. It's like, I know we all Tyler, laughed in... Tyler Johnson. Because we all laughed when he was at, when they were at Oakland then. Has, he, he, has he still got that helmet? <laughs> <laughs> you what? When he, when he painted that helmet, that was at Oakland, wasn't it? Yeah, but when, 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 we, all, we, we all remember when he got freed from his contract, he did his running in the garden video to his grandma that he'd been freed from his contract. It's like, they're not really seeing you want to see professional players portraying to get out of the club, but he's been, this week at his gym, he's had um, Hollywood Brown and Lamar Jackson practice with him. Now, if he wants to just go and earn money, that's all he's going to do in Baltimore because he's not going to get to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but, and it was once it Shannon Sharp had come out and said the Ravens were interested, hadn't he, before yeah. before this. I know you were talking about the um the workouts he'd been doing, so Yeah. But now he's won his Super Bowl, he's won that ring, is he just gonna cash in now for the rest of his professional career and go away at money talks? It's difficult yeah. because he's an exciting player, but you just can't think he can is keep... He, is he as exciting as he was, though, when he first well, brought through at Pittsburgh? I, don't, I was just going to say, he's never been the same since he left Pittsburgh, has he? He's still got really good hands, but he's, he's yeah. probably going to he's probably gonna have to change his way he plays because he's not that... I don't think he's got that stretch-the-field speed that he used to have on, you know, on the outside, uh, which means that he might have to play a little bit more in the slot um, and you know, play a little bit more shorter distances but I still think he's got value and I think that the fact that he had little or no issues at the Buccaneers last year and whether that is because there was a lot of experience like Gronk and Brady and I don't know whether they would have allowed it and you know there's people like Ndomakin Sue there was a lot of experience in that Bucs team and whether they just stamped it out and just said look that shit ain't happening here yeah 
can imagine yeah. you're not going to mess with Bruce either, are you? No. But then, and, and and then, then, you can, I can see him going somewhere. I can see him going somewhere. I don't think he's going to earn mega money. I mean, I think... Yeah, he's, he's probably worth a couple of mil. I mean, he's worth more than um, their salary. But the problem is, if he was worth a lot of money or a decent amount of money, he would have been snapped up in free agency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how old is he now? Is he, is he what is he, 32, 31, something like that? Yeah, 32. Yeah. So he's, he's getting on for receiver, isn't he, now? If yeah. you look at all the free agents that got that got signed up, that, uh, that got decent contracts, they were all signed up in that first week. And everything that's been signed up over the last probably week or so have all been league minimum deals or league minimum plus a little bit of bonus. It's a less yeah. question of his abilities and more a question of the problems he brings with him. I think I think that's why people shy away yeah. from him. He could still be he could still be a great player. Yes, he's he's thirty two. But if he can focus, I still think he'd be a great player. He scored a touchdown in the um in the Super Bowl, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. To Stuart's point, it will get a team. It's whether it's going to be a challenging team or it's just yeah. He's going yeah. to go. But. The Ravens, you know, was it Marquise Brown that he was training with? Yeah. They're related, aren't they? Yeah. They are related. Right. So it could just be he's, tra- he's training with a relative, and people need too much into it. Is it. It's his cousin, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Russell yeah. Wilson wanted him at Seattle, but I don't think um, Pete Carroll's quite keen. <laughs> For obvious reasons, though, and that's why a lot of people will shy away from him. Yeah, but I, uh, I look at that, and I, I do, he's not better than Lockett. He's not better than Metcalf. Is he better than Moore? I don't, that's what this is the thing. That's probably what Pete Carroll's saying. And plus, they've only just got over having Josh Gordon up there. The ideal, the, the ideal drop dropping point for Antonio Brown, you'd have thought, if you were gambling, would have been Raiders. And look what happened there. It'd have been yeah, when, it, when it went before, you mean? Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't look. I don't. I don't look at a team and that screams out of "I need Antonio Brown." No. No. There's not. There isn't. Like you say, you look at most wide receiver ones and twos, and where's he better than any of them? T- any current teams one and twos. So, and, and, that, and back to Charles's point, if you're bringing him as a wide receiver three like the books did, or a wide receiver three slash four, whichever scheme you're running, are you going to take that gamble on him being a bit, you know... Yeah, set, set, upset the egg cat. If you take a gamble on somebody, you, you want him there to be a potential superstar for you, aren't you? That's yeah. why you're taking the gamble. You're not taking, you don't want to take a big gamble on a possible number three for you. That's yeah, you know, not what you do, is it? Somebody that might play ten to fifteen percent of the snaps, and you're going to yeah. you potentially upset the apple cart for the entire roster. Yeah, the apple cart. Can't wait. Upset the apple cart for the egg cart. Oh, wait, you know, you know, you know what you're getting from me. Loads of nonsense, so it's fine. But we we paid we paid a lot for him to play one game. He played one game for us, and it cost us a fortune. And was yeah, it good? Batshit crazy at Morocco, wasn't it? That's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But going back to the original point, he was good in the game. He was just apparently off field. He was just batshit crazy. Yeah. You signed Josh. Go- you signed Josh Gordon as well, didn't you? Yeah, we had him. Ago. We had him yeah. first. Yeah. Josh, to be fair, Josh Gordon. He's not batshit crazy. He's just high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's why Cleveland got rid of him before the career month. Everyone all turned up as well. But move on. So back, going back to the original point, Tampa have re-signed everyone. 
Tampa team to beat? Well, really, you've got to think yes, haven't you? They've just they've won the Super Bowl with that team. And they're coming back. But I know what Stuart's going to say. They didn't necessarily look the best team throughout the season, did they? They won the Super Bowl. But would you say if throughout won- last season they were the best team? If they'd won the division and went on to win Super Bowl and won it all that way, you'd say, yeah, they have a team. But they didn't win the division. There was a few games where they looked shaky. Um, I, that's not what I was going to say, actually. You know, <laughs> uh, you're just quickly thinking of something else now, aren't you? <laughs> but they have got to be, in, in theory, they've got to be the team to beat because they are the reigning champions. Yeah, I mean, as, as it stands now then, yeah, I probably agree they are the team to beat because a lot of the other teams around them have got worse or have got more question marks. The Chiefs have lost Sammy Watkins, so one of their main receivers. They've also lost two of the main O-linemen and replaced them with two different well, ones. So, well, two different one ones. Someone, yeah. yeah, so is that gamble going to pay off for them? That's a question mark. We don't know. Um, Saints have, have had to basically rip the, the team up to start again because of the cap issues. So, you know, if I'm looking at it now, then, yeah, I do think Bucks are in the best place to um, go back to back. However, my only caveat to that is that we've not had the draft yet. Yeah. And, you know, how many times do we see gems get unearthed in the in, in the draft? I mean... Patriots had it last year where they got that bloody O lineman in the fifth round and he turned out to be the highest one of the highest graded guards in the bloody league and they picked him up in the fifth round of the draft. So until for me, until you see what you've drafted and what's in your roster and how you then start the season, it's hard to say now that they're favourites. But if we're ignoring the draft, then yeah, you you can't look further than the books really, can you? No. But if you have a couple yeah. of bad weeks couple of defeats and it, it's not like it can start soon going against you it's not on, you, you're going against your division but the entire conference as well yeah if you're not on popular division you know if I, if I put this to you now let's say I mean and I'm not saying you know I'm not wishing this upon them but if for example let's say Devon White gets injured week three is that defence going to have that same kind of spark mm-hmm. and let's yeah. be honest he he, he he was an absolute monster in the Super Bowl, and and for me he was Super Bowl MVP because I thought he changed the game completely. You know he was the one that basically got him there because he destroyed Drew Brees. He absolutely schooled Alvin Kamara. So, you know if he gets injured week three, do you lose a bit of impetus on the? It's, there's all things like that that you can consider that could derail a a, a championship team. What happens if Tom Brady gets injured? Everyone yeah, rates the game as well to play him. Every every team wants to beat the reigning Super Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's, there's that. There's that, that, yeah. that first Thursday night game when fixtures come out, it'll be Tampa V. And yeah. whoever that team is are going to want to win. Mm. Yeah. Right, they want him to win, but if it's someone like the Detroit Lions or the Jets, they want to win, but they're not going to win. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be someone good. It's Thursday night football. They'll, they'll have to sell it for that first game of the season. I want two prime teams. I want I want it to be versus the Patriots, and I want Cam Newton to start, and I want to watch Charles watch Cam Newton have an absolute mare. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to play in this season, but it's in it's in New England, and the first game will be in Tampa, so yeah. it won't I'll, be us. I don't think that'll make a difference where it is. It, 
No, but it won't be on opening night, so we can talk about it at some point when seasons are relevant for Pats. And... Every time that, uh, that that Cam Newton throws an incomplete pass, which I reckon will be quite a lot, I'm going to text Charles. Should we get? We'll, okay. get, we'll get we'll get like a jingle or something for this show. So fruit season, we can just play it and recap at week. Yeah. We should just we should just, just... the amount of times he completes a pass. Oh, can you not just get a video clip of Charles telling us and he thinks <laughs> Newton's going to have a great season? And just yeah. every week after they've lost, we can play it. And yeah, <laughs> this this could all backfire on you. <laughs> it could, it could, Charles. But it's like Stuart said, until it happens. It's yeah. all speculative. It's but to be fair, on 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 every podcast that I've ever listened to, there's always one guy that doesn't really know what's going on, and we've got one as well. We've got we've got three to be fair. Yes, yeah. There's only one. There's only one on here that knows what's going on. I just yeah, but, know than the average. I didn't even realise this was a podcast. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> but to, to Stuart's point about the NFL when he nod his background on there. Stupid, you might, you might, Cam Newton might not even make week one <laughs> this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd laugh, I'd laugh even harder if he gets caught at training camp. <laughs> not as hard as I'd laugh if he was MVP for the season. Oh, <laughs> that's less. <laughs> You've gone from having a good season straight to MVP. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm, I'm over-egging the pudding, but perhaps I'm over-appling the pudding. <laughs> Chaz, how much are we betting that he's not going to be MVP? Oh, no, I'm not betting that one. I'm not that keen. <laughs> uh, Shy away from uh, recommending Antonio Brown because of what I said about Newton. <laughs> <laughs> so, announcements last week with the league extending and stuff and international schedules from 2022 outstanding. About two in England, one in Germany, and then one in Mexico. They're the mandatory games based on the new rotation policy. But there's open to teams volunteering, so there's potentially Buffalo may play in Canada. But then this week, Jacksonville have been in talks with Wembley to continue the partnership. Obviously, it'd be good to keep at least one game, because from four games to two, it's a bit of a drop. But I was reading 8,000 German fans come over for every game minimum. Yeah, I mean... Would, you... we, would that many UK fans go to Germany? I possibly well, no. would. Uh, I don't know. I possibly would. That's exactly what, as soon as you mentioned Germany, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Are we going to Germany in 2022? Yeah, so you're saying no, Stuart. But we're both, me and Charles are straight away both thinking, I'll probably think about going. I I, I agree with the sentiment that you'd want to go. Um, I don't think you're going to get tickets because I think that a lot of them will be for, you know, Germans. The Germans come over here because they have no other choice. Whereas we we have other we have another choice. We'd have two so, games still. So I, I don't get me wrong. I think there's going to be people that want to go to. It, it depends on the game. It depends on the team, doesn't it? Because say if if it was Dallas's turn to come over for a game, and I found they were playing in Germany, I would get a ticket somehow, even if it meant paying over the odds. So say the team in Germany was one of the better supported teams. So you. Dallas or New England or Green Bay, somebody like that, you would end up with a lot of English people going out, wouldn't you, for the game? Well, if it was Cleveland, it was Cleveland, nobody's going over, are they? Crucially, Ian's already said to me that if Dallas end up coming to Germany, that he's buying a ticket for me. So I'm uh, laughing. It's loaded, Ian. It's uh, money's an yeah. object. Did I say that at the same time you said that uh, Dar- you knew Darnold was going to go to the Panthers? 
I'm going to prove. I'm not going to prove that because I'm not going to listen back to the podcast. I never do, but someone might do. There must yeah, be someone. Stuart, Stuart, straight on that tomorrow while he's at work listening, going no chat as you didn't. Actually, yeah. did Stuart did listen to it. Yeah, Stuart might know everything there is to know about NFL, but I really he's don't. likely to listen back to the podcasts. I did listen yeah. back to the podcast. See, see, rest my case. You didn't say that about Donald at all. You're saying that <laughs> because you know that nobody else is going to listen back to him. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying that because I listened back to it and you really didn't. Literally, <laughs> Charles, for, for the first ten picks, you didn't know what was going on. The only thing that you mentioned, no. the, the, the only thing you mentioned was you were adamant that Kyle Pitts was going to be Falcons. You, I knew what was going on about that one. And then, and then when we got into the later later rounds, you just kept mentioning players that had already gone. The reason, the reason they say that, that ignorance is bliss. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence was going to go to Vikings, and he went pick <laughs> up already. <laughs> but yeah, bliss. Going off topic a bit there. Um, does the new international schedule mean that the NFL are giving up on a new team in London? No. Because there's there's always been there's always been a game in Mexico. There is you know, there's been a couple in Mexico. There's even the one that got disqualified that it got moved because of the bloody pitch was pitch, horrific. Yeah. That was Rams Chiefs, so, wasn't it? The the NFL are are not daft. They go where they believe the money is and there is a massive following in Mexico and there is a massive following in Germany. So that is you know, that that's for them. I don't think there's, the only way that I see a franchise coming into England is if someone moves like the Jags. I don't think that the NFL are going to start throwing in, you know, potentially two, three, four new teams because they can't just add one. They'd have to balance it out somewhere. They'd have to then recut the divisions, and I just don't know whether they would do it. I I think I, I disagree. I think if it happens with England, it'll be a new team. Because I think I think they'll extend it. Like you said, it'll have to be an even numbered, but they'll, they'll maybe you could have it. And this is talking in some time down the line, not in the next couple of years. But you, team in England, team in Mexico, maybe. But what, 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 what weren't they saying by twenty twenty four originally? They wanted to have some kind of. Yeah, but I think COVID's changed things, haven't yeah. it? As well. Yeah, but they they did they did a lot of research about whether fans would follow the team that. You know, that the, is then local to them, and I think they got surprised with a lot of fans were actually adamant that they would stay with the teams that they've got. Yeah, well, we know that, don't we? I mean, you know, from our group, how many would change teams? Yeah, it might be team that comes over here. You oh. might have it as your second team. You know, you'd, you'd follow them closely, wouldn't you? But I'd still support Dallas. You'd still support Minnesota. You'd still support New England. Charles would support all the teams he supports. You've not got a shirt for that new team. Yet, I want to change teams. I'll just add them to the list. Yeah, I'll be going so out the blocks to buy shirts. That's that's why that's why I think it's going to be somewhere like where the Jags move because you know the Jags their their area that they're in in Jacksonville. The door it's not a vastly populated area, is it? No. Do you know so um, there's more Green Bay fans? In Florida, than there is Jacksonville fans. Yeah, so from from a from a revenue standpoint, yeah. for the Jacks, they might think actually, if we move to England, we're going to increase our fan base because there's already quite a lot of Jags fans because of the Wembley games yeah. over here, 
and they might think, well, if we have another upturn of X amount, and that's how they might look at it. I, I question what the NFL don't want to do is introduce four new teams and find out, like the international games, is that these teams are playing at home games and they've just got a complete mix of crowds. But at some stage, if they want to properly grow the game, it's not just playing, you know, adding an extra 17th game and having international games. You've got to introduce new new teams. Whether that's just four new teams in America or it's truly international remains to be seen. But that's how to grow the game, ultimately. Yeah, yeah, there is. But those team, those two new teams are only going to survive if there is a if there is a market for them. And that's the question, I think. How, how many years have Jacksonville been here now? Say again. How long have Jacksonville been coming over for eight years? I was going to say seven, but I'm not sure. Seven, it'd be eight if they play this year or something. But yeah. they've, def- they've built a fan base up over here. Yeah. It's everyone's second team, isn't it? That first year, that first year, yeah, there was no, there was no Jacksonville shirts, was there? And now there's a lot of Jacksonville shirts when you go to the game. But they've, they've invested in the game over here as well, though, haven't they? Yeah, they set are, up yeah. trips to do a lot of school programs. Yeah, which is why I think it's more likely that the Jags will move than it is that we'll get four new teams. Is, do you think Sorry. they might they might do it like this? They might Jacksonville might move as as effectively the the tester of the pot to see how a new team would embed in a new location, and they might say, right, well, Jackson have moved. It's gone really well. We're actually quite safe to create four new teams. One in Germany, one in Mexico, one in Canada, one in Japan. I mean, when you say Jacksonville, and Jacksonville have done all this work, what about the Chargers? If we're talking about teams that could come over, what about but, the Chargers? But would you have moved they, them, though, before they went to LA? Well, it's not, that's, that was down, that's not down to the NFL, is it? That was down to what they want to do. It's not worked. Moving to LA has not worked for the Chargers. So what they do, they've, they've not really got a permanent home. They've not got a fan base. They'd be ideal to chuck over here and see what happens. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that Jacksonville have spent all these years laying <laughs> all the groundwork, laying all the groundwork... And charges walking. Charges go, here we are. com. just swoop in, buy Wembley and move over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another point. Do you think um, Sadiq Khan owner of Jacksonville, do you think he might look at buying Wembley again? You don't mean Sadiq Khan, do you? Is that is his name, isn't it? Sadiq Khan's Mayor of London. Yeah, it's right. um what's his what's his name? Tony Khan. Is it Tony Khan? No. It's Khan. Um, Mr. Khan. Sheer Khan. Um, someone someone look it up and put us out of I am. I am. But anyway, just on that subject, I think you could say it's largely irrelevant because what what I say is that at some stage they will introduce four teams. Whether Jacksonville is by yeah, then playing at, at Wembley, who knows? Shahid Khan. Shahid Khan. But there is somebody called Tony Khan. Who's it's his son. Is that it's who it son. is? Because yeah. Yeah. he owns Fulham. Yeah. And that's why, that's why some would say it's a natural fit for, the, for Jacksonville to come over oh. here. They've already got interest here. After all the Astley had with Wembley last time, I can't, see, I can't see him trying to buy Wembley again now. Well, they won't play ball, will they? No. But he doesn't need... Well, I mean... He, he doesn't, say, he doesn't have to, does he? No. He can just pay to rent it for the games he needs. Let's not forget that Tottenham have got a purpose-built stadium for yeah. NFL. Which but that's, for the, that's the NFL agreement, though. That's not anything for Jacksonville. 
this is the difference. What no, I'm what? saying. What? Just because they've got an agreement with the NFL, does that mean that Jacksonville couldn't come in and say, right, let's have an agreement for what we want to do there as well? You can't rule it out. Well, no, you can't. But I, even then, I still think that the NFL will eventually get more teams. Yeah, I do. You know, whether Jacksonville come to London or not. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I just, I don't know. That I think there'll be stages of it. I think, I think Jags coming to London might be like stage one to like see how the market goes. It's, it's, like, a big, it's a big ass to throw. Unless the NFL are going to financially support those teams for you know the first ten years, say. Or for the first five years until they build that that market, that and that and that's a, that's a possibility. But you know, like Ian says, the Chargers haven't exactly got a, a affluent market, have they? No, no. And like, and like we have said before, I mean, NFL's money. If it, whatever talks money, they're going to do. So, like you say, if they, if they didn't think the UK project was going to work, they'll have stopped it by now. Yeah, yeah. So there's a chance it's going to happen. But you could always look at the fact that if England's drop or London is dropping down to two games, are they not so interested? Is the NFL not as interested as we're thinking London? They're just I mean, interested in the international setup as a whole. I mean, again, is it is it back to all that's going on with COVID and there's still that uncertainty about what's happening with crowds? So it's a big investment to say we're going to do this at the minute when they still don't really know how big the crowds are going to be and. I, I just think it's to do with that. It's just to do with them being cautious. Well, there's massive question marks over this season, I would have thought, because nobody knows the way it's going gonna, it's gonna to go, how, who's going to open up. You yeah. know, people don't going to be able to go on holiday this year or not. No. no. Going back to that crowd situation there, Ian, so did you see in Texas this week that Major League Baseball, Texas played the first home game, 46,000 in attendance? No, I didn't. So... The Major League Baseball people, the owners were saying, you can have crowds, but don't have full stadiums. Me, me, Governor of Texas was like, yeah, you can just go. <laughs> 46,000, not hardly anyone had masks on. Yeah. Because they were concerned, they didn't want it like a situation where it's going to spread, but it was really nice to see a stadium full of fans again. I know it was baseball, but just to see a, a stadium full again. Yeah. Well, without, trying to get, without trying to get too political about this, I, I was reading the news today that uh, America have now overtaken us for vaccine, uh, on, you know, vaccine successes or the vaccine programs racing ahead in America now. Is so, that percentage you know, or number? A number, not oh, percentage. No, it's like it's uh, it's percentage because number they're gonna they're gonna trounce anyone. Yeah. That's... It is, on, it is on, on percentages, I think, but you never know with the newspapers these days. No. So we'll call it a close on this week's show, guys. Thank you very much. Now, Charles, I'm going to hand over to you to end this week's show and tell the guys, tell the listeners what's coming next week. I'm not you telling them spotlight. yet. No, this is no. your spotlight on the show to tell them. Because I um, I got told. Uh, no. <laughs> No, well, this is the show, Charles. This is the People show. are going to be listening to it throughout next week, so it's it's a build up to the to the show next week. Well, Nicky Horn, who's it? Next, next week. Don't say that. Don't offend him. Nicky, <laughs> Nicky Horn. I know he is. I'm a man that you are. My bio on him was the voice of American football in the early eighties. It was.
and he's going to be great. Yeah, and he's still, he's still, he's still on radio today. He's, been, he's on London radio station. I, I think you're going to say he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. He's coming on. I hope, don't, I hope you don't listen to this bit. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited. I don't get excited by much, but I'm really excited about him coming on next week. You're, you're the lead, next, Charles. For the 20, 30 minutes Nick is on, you are the lead next week. Yeah, well, if, if I'm the lead, he'll be on for about five minutes. Or, or <laughs> I said that, he could be on for two hours for me and I'd be quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, well, how many different ways have you thought of arranging your question? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think about my questions normally about five minutes before this show starts. Well, next week. Week. Not oh, next week, so have you? you I bet these have been thinking about these ones. I have. I've been thinking about a month. Yeah. Anyway, I've, got, I've not finished yet. I've oh. got things to say. I've got other things to say before you before you close the show. Oh, well, you we see, to... we never know, Charles. We never know. Well, you remember last week, or I think it was last week, I talked about um, Volkswagen being renamed Volkswagen because they, they moved to electric markets and it had been a big April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. But... They announced it on the 29th of March, which is not April Fool's Day. So you can't you can't announce it two days before because people might think you're saying it real. I've got a parallel in America, and you might you might have heard of this chap. I'm just gonna have to I'm just gonna have to look it up. Hang on a second. Um, Michael Strahan. Anyone know Michael Strahan? Yeah, he's played for Giants. Yeah, Strahan. He's, Strahan. he's on Good Morning America. Yeah. Or. The most noticeable thing about him is he's got a... Um, I, know, I know what you're going to talk right, about here. He's got a gas yeah. And on social media last week, he suddenly produced a photo of himself with his with the gap in his teeth removed. So he had a really big gap in his teeth. Remo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he had no gap in his teeth. Stop spoiling my story. Okay. Anyway, so it was proclaimed a couple of days after April the 1st that it was an April Fool's joke. But the problem was, again, it went out as a April Fool on something like the 29th or the 30th of March. What is this move for April Fools to not be on April Fool's Day? Because if it's not April Fool's Day, it could be serious. Yeah, and people seem to forget as well that April Fool's are stop stop at 12 noon. Yeah, they do. Never mind stopping at 12 noon. 29th of March, last time I checked, wasn't the 1st of (laughs) April. Why are people doing these things early? Because... It doesn't work as a joke. No. I totally agree, Charles. I've got more. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to ask Tabitha for her opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the most interesting thing you've said tonight, Stuart. I've got a I'm mini in here as well. I'm on a roll. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Okay. Well, Do you notice that? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is being non-committed on his future with Green Bay. He's a future host of Jeopardy, though, isn't he? You've stolen me thunder. Stolen oh. me thunder. He's not a future host of Jeopardy. He's, he's, he's standing in on Jeopardy for at least two episodes. So is he going to be a game show host? Hey. How did that? How did he, what was his rating though for that show? Didn't he get a bit of stick for it? Well, he did sound. <laughs> he, he did sound. I don't. He did sound a bit wooden. I don't know what's worse here, that you two, as grown adults, have got cuddly... To- oh. I'll get my coat. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. 
child, Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. <laughs> that was it, really. He's on Jeopardy. Yes. Did you did you hear that that guy winding him up on it? The future's so bright. Did you hear that guy winding yeah, up on Jeopardy? The, about about Have you just said that? Have you just said that? No, no, no. I didn't. Oh, you right. said it, and I said it, I did know that about the field goal. Yeah. What's that on the back of Stuart's uh, armchair or sofa? It's a quilt. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, Amber's uh, blanket. Okay. <laughs> Have you got anything else to add, Charles? No, all I'd say is they're Stuart's toys. Don't get any ideas that they're his kids' toys. They are Stuart's toys and there's something wrong. <laughs> so... We'll end, we'll end tonight's show on that note. So, as Charles mentioned, next week, Nicky Holmes joining. I haven't finished yet. I haven't <laughs> finished yet. So, is Jordan Love, is Jordan Love going to be the quarterback at Green Bay next season? No. Aaron Rodgers retires to do Jeopardy full time. No, he's not. Aaron Rodgers is not retiring this season. I know. I know. I like the way that you've sat reasonably quiet all podcast, and this is your contribution. I'm very quiet, but but it's 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 funny. Well, I think it's funny. And that's matters. It's like it's like Antonio Brown thinks he's got no baggage. I can think I, that's funny. Can I then say something? I'm a bit worried about your wine consumption. What wine? It, it seems to be. Goes up on a Thursday. Goes up on a Thursday. Well, he was he messaged me while he was in bed saying. Oh, is it wrong to go and get another bottle of wine when I'm in bed? And I said yes, and he says, oh, too late. So it... what wine consumption. <laughs> right, so, Charles, I have, a, I, have a, I have a special request. And we're finished. Richard, wrap it up. <laughs> go on. I have a special request for next week when you're doing this in-depth, you know, Parkinson-style interview. I want you to be... Um, Drinking wine, um, you know, from a brown paper bag from the bottle. <laughs> whilst, whilst talking to Neil Horn. Uh, yeah, no, and I don't want. I, I want. I want you. I want your Jippo hair to be down as well. <laughs> full and Frank I, Gallagher look. Yeah, I want the full, and I want you to be wearing a white vest with potential egg stain on the front. Well, and, hang on, uh, let me take this jumper off. Oh, he's got a white vest on, hasn't he? <laughs> and I want you to be sat on the bike, exercise bike, just pedalling for the full show. That's only there for show. I don't pedal on it. That'd be exercise. Can I just yeah. say as well, just in case Nicky Horn is listening to this, I know his name isn't Neil, really. Don't diss Nicky Horn. I'm not. I just apologise to him. Just, the likely event that he's actually listening to this Just because you thought he was on a programme called Around the Horn. <laughs> I didn't. That was you. <laughs> no, 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 Nicky Hall. I don't know him, but... So... My hero. So, to, to the group members, so Charles will drop a post on probably Saturday regarding next week's show. If you've got any questions for Nicky, if you can drop them on, on Charles's post that gives him a chance to get his script ready for Thursday. And he questions. viewers amongst us, and someone did like my post, will... Realise that it's already been posted once. And oh, Charles, there's been a lot of interest. A lot of people have been asking when they can submit questions for next week. I, I promise you that. There's yeah, a lot really? of interest. And rightly yeah. so. He's the best guest. Well, no, I'm not going to say the best guest we've had on so far. He's equal to the other guests we've had on oh. so far. Well, 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 
Nearly <laughs> <laughs> ruined it all. Uh, we're going to look very professional when I'm when I'm half an hour late again. Stuart will just turn up if, after the se- after Nicky's segment. <laughs> if Richard was actually any good at doing these bloody things, he'd be editing all this out, so I'd feel safe. But I just know that this is going out exactly as it is now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. Why would I edit this out? We need, this is how. This is why we've got listeners in Romania. They listen to. They don't listen to NFL. They listen to garbage. Which yeah. you saying? What I've said? You saying what I'm saying is garbage? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So, thanks ever again for your time in tonight, guys, and we'll see you all next week. La revedere. La revedere. La revedere. That's. Uh, to our Romanian listeners, obviously. Do you want to add to that, Stuart, to close the show? You think they'll have really listened this long? I know. Listening? No. I reckon they, they've mistakenly downloaded us instead of somewhere else that probably sounds the same. Yeah. Something about going, about going down. <laughs> right. <laughs> again, thanks again, guys. I'll see you next week. That's <laughs> Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.